Hi everyone, this is Heal and Learn and I'm Zorina. I'm here today with Lai Mei Jung, hypnotherapist, rapid transformational therapist and uh, specialist on the heart math methodology. Uh, today we're talking about resilience and Lai Mei is going to give us a few tips on how to build up resilience. Of course, tell us what resilience really is and um, see how deep we can go with this topic. Hi Lai Mei. Hi, Serena. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share with you and share with uh, your viewers, your followers, um, anyone who's interested in becoming more resilient, more empowered. So um, the definition of resilience is the capacity that you're able to bounce back from challenges, difficult situations. So the more resilient you are, the more empowered you are, the easier life is, right? So whatever challenge you're encountering, you're much easier to react on this in a good way, in a calm way, in a reserved way. So that's, that's resilience. Yeah. So may I ask you now this question? Yesterday, <clears throat> um, I read an article about um, people being emotional at work. Should they feel... Uh, should they take things personally? The, the whole article was about taking things personally in a workplace environment. So does resilience mean that we don't exhibit emotions, that we don't take things personally, or does it mean that we're able to bounce back from taking something personal? So that's a very good question. In fact, um, Zorini, you might have felt that um, resilience is all about emotions, Right, because we have emotional resilience, physical resilience, mental resilience, and even spiritual resilience. What's most depleting for a person is emotions, right? So if we look at resilience, you can look like as an inner battery, right? It's a full battery. If you're completely resilient, if you're strong from the inside out, your battery will be full right? What do emotions do? It depletes you slowly on, slowly on, slowly on. If they're really big emotions, it's like a bucket of water, right? And they can have big holes in it, right? So the water just goes up. But this we tend to fill up quite easy because they're big holes. So we see what's, what's the big emotions. So this we're more able to calm down easier, but then you have the small emotions, right? Um, and these is like the water dripping out of your bucket, but we don't really notice that, right? So coming back to your question, like um, how, how resilient you need to be, you said, to manage the emotions in, in a company? Yeah, it, it was more like, should we take things personally um, in a company? If, if we are employees at a company, should we take things personally? Because the other argument was, if we don't take things personally, we are disengaged. Employees are disengaged mm -hmm. because you need to take things personally to, to see the task as, as a part of your purpose, you know, to be absolutely engaged. Otherwise, there is no engagement. Mm, mm, of course, of course, that makes complete sense. Uh, I think there would be two answers. I think if you want to really engage, of course, you want to connect, you want to communicate, right? Because otherwise, you know, how is, how is your life at work it would be quite, quite negative, yeah. right? For you to better communicate, to better connect with people, it's always better if you're on, in a serene attitude, right? If you feel good with yourself, 
right? If you feel positive with yourself. So that's where resilience comes in, right? Because resilience, it's, if you have a lot of stress, you will go more to the negative side, right? And then you're going to be, of course, more reactive, right? If your battery is running on empty, you know, of course, you're going to be more reactive, right? But that's your nervous system speaking, right? So that's why it's very, um, it's very important to make sure your battery is full. So you're not going to be very reactive, right? You're going to be more composed. Mm-hmm. You're going to be uh, like, you're going to bounce back better from challenges. You're going to be more able to respond in a positive uh, way, or you're going to be able to also put boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. So resilience is really important, right? And I think it's not about taking things personally or not personally. I would think like, um, start with yourself. How am I feeling at this point? If I'm really reactive with my colleagues, if my colleagues are stressing me out, how am I feeling? Can it be that I'm reflecting a kind of energy towards these people, right? Because it would make sense that if you're in a positive uh, mood, if you're feeling good, um, that you're going to react in a very different way in, in a workspace, right? Does that make sense? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, on, on the social media of Heal, Heal and Learn, I posted quite a few of your videos that give uh, short tips on resilience or dealing with stress and anxiety. And um, yeah. if, you would, if you would have to choose the, the most important or the strongest message from, from these tips that you gave, these short videos, mm-hmm. what, would, what would be the, the strongest message it's the most important one yeah uh can can i say two i always want more i'm sorry (laughs) say as many as you like (laughs) i just want to extract because there was so much information there Mm -hmm. yeah no no it's a great question no i i love the question because of course it's about the priorities right what what's the thing the one tip i want to give to 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 your viewers or to your followers um what I would like to give to, first of all, the most important thing for resilience, for feeling good, composed, uh, able to manage your emotions, being in control of your emotions, of yourself, is sleep, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're running on empty, it's very difficult to start to manage emotions. It's very difficult to react in a good way, to bounce back from challenges. So the first one is really get your zzz, really sleep very very important okay if you don't have enough sleep don't even do the other tips because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's really the most important thing i can say because if we sleep we recharge uh, our, our whole body right i often say to my clients who say like i don't sleep enough i don't have time to sleep i often ask them like do you recharge your cell phone every night and they all say of course i do okay so do you recharge yourself also you know, it's very, very important to sleep, okay? This would be the first one. The second one, I can guide you through it. The second one, which I really love and which I integrate in my hypnotherapy is uh, one of the heart math techniques, which is called quick coherence technique. So it's a technique you do in two minutes. You do it with your eyes open, you do it with your eyes shut, you do it while walking, while sitting. It's really something amazing. And if you do it for two, three times a day, the effect of it is, is amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So would you like me to guide you? 
Absolutely. But uh, before we start, would you, um, would you mind sharing what have you seen as most effective in your practice when you're dealing with resilience? <clears throat> I know it's a combination of things, but is it more the hard math um, practices that you use on clients or more the deep hypnotherapy? So it's quite complementary, right? To answer your question, uh, people come to me because they have high levels of anxiety, they have alcohol addiction, food addiction, depression, uh, emotional eating, um, confidence challenges, right? I don't start to work with heart math right away. It's very important before any technique uh, that can be implemented to first calm down the nervous system, right? If your nervous system is filled with fear, with phobias, with anxiety, it's very difficult to start to work with people and say, let's, let's breathe a little bit, okay? Mm -hmm. Because that's not very effective from my point of view. So in the beginning, when people come to me, I immediately do a hypnotherapy, okay? They go, we go into regression. We go and find out what's really the cause of their anxiety. What's the cause of their addiction? What's the cause that they can't say no to others, but uh, to themselves, but, uh, and also to others, right? Um, so that's the most important work. When I do like a minimum of four sessions with clients and they're able to manage anxiety, right? They're able to manage their fears. A whole new world goes open for them, right? People start to work on their confidence. They start to feel much better in their skin. They start to feel much more resilient too. Then I give them a choice. Like, do you want to work further on this? You know, do you want to have more techniques? Because from my point of view, taking away fears, taking away um, anxiety or managing anxiety, sorry, you can't take it away. Um, that's all amazing, right? But then challenges are going to come up, right? The sea is not flat or life is not flat. You know, it's yin and yang, you know, it, it comes and it goes. So challenges are going to come up. And then when these difficult situations come up, you need tools, right? And I often offer toolkit to my clients. So whatever situation comes up, take one of the techniques which work better for you, right? That you keep on managing your fears and, and your anxiety so you can really strive in your life. Mm -hmm. So, and, and what exactly, because I myself have heard of the heart math and know a little bit about it, but maybe a lot of people haven't. Can you give us a brief overview of what the heart math um, technique is? Or I know there are a lot of techniques, but what is heart math in general? So, so heart math uh, is uh, it's a type of coaching, right? Heart math is heart-focused breathing because we know that the heart and the brain is connected, right? And this completely influences our nervous system, right? The way we breathe, it has an immediate effect on our heart and on our brain where the brain, uh, cortisol, um, these stress hormones, they're released, right? So what do we want to do? We want to anticipate, right? By breathing into your heart, by using these techniques, by shifting our perceptions, we start to control the stress hormones which are being released, 
right? And instead of stress hormone, we have the other hormones like DHEA, which are the positive hormones, you know, who, who give us a good feeling, who make us happy, right? We start to produce more of these ones, okay? So it's HeartMed is quite scientific. It's used by a lot of uh, doctors, nurses in the US in hospitals to really, so that they're more resilient to take care of their patients, right? But I think resilience is for everyone. If we're in a better state to um, manage, you know, whatever is going on in our body, you know, to manage the brain, which, which then you manage everything, right? And you also manage your heart by just breathing into it. it it's amazing. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So will you share then? Will you teach us this amazing technique that you, <laughs> that you recommend and you apply to your clients? Okay. So shall I guide you now? Sure. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. So the, this, I'm going to guide you into, um, I'm going to do two techniques. You can do it in two ways. Okay. You can do the quick one, which is very quick, which is two minutes. And then I have one, which I mix with hypnotherapy that you can do a little bit longer, right? They can even download it here. They can download my voice from this video and then they can do it by themselves. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Great. So Wonderful. Can we do both? One okay. after the other? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. I'll guide you through it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I invite you to close your eyes, Serena. So I want you to start to breathe in. Breathe in through your nose. Breathe out through your mouth. Breathe in through your nose. I want you to feel the air passing your heart. Breathe out through your mouth. Feel the air passing your heart. Just one more time, breathe in, feel the air passing your heart, breathe out, feel the air passing your heart, very good. And I want you to focus on the area of your heart. Really tune into your heart, feel your heart. And I want you to go to a memory, an event, which made you very happy, very joyful. Think about this event. Really feel that joy, that happiness in your heart. Feel how it radiates in your body. Feel it a little bit longer. And open your eyes. How does it feel? I like to continue. It's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm doing the longer one with you too, because it is really nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you see, so it's, it's only a, one minute, one minute and a half, right? You do it two to three times a day. Whenever you're walking, you're in, in, in front of a, a stoplight, you just breathe in. You just breathe in. You really make it a habit. Whenever you wake up in bed, instead of jumping up, you just do this one, one minute and a half, right? And by doing this two to three times a day, you really calm down your nervous system, mm-hmm. right? So it's, it's, it's really calming yourself down from the inside out, right? Which, which at the end, if you do it on a regular basis, you will see you will be much less reactive. You will 
feel much better, much more composed, much more in control of your sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. Okay. <laughs> Shall we do the second one? Sure. Okay. I'm ready. It's a little bit longer. No yeah. problem. Take no your problem. time. Everybody will okay. enjoy it, I think. Wonderful. So close your eyes. Put your feet flat on the floor. And we're going to start to breathe in. Breathe in. Breathe out through your mouth. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. And while you're breathing in now, with your eyes closed, I want you to roll your eyeballs up. Keep your eyes closed, but roll your eyeballs up. Breathe in, keep your eyeballs up. Breathe out. One more time, breathe in, keep your eyeballs up, keep them up even longer. And while you're breathing out, I want you to let everything go. And I want you to drop your chin slightly, as if you're looking over a flight of stairs. You're having this looking down feeling now. And you imagine that you're standing on top of a flight of stairs, looking 10 steps down. And I'm going to count from 10 to one. And with each number, each step, you're going to go deeper, float deeper, go deeper. So you're taking step 10. You can feel your feet, hear your feet, sense your feet touching the steps. Taking step nine and eight, every muscle, every nerve in your body is relaxing. Letting loose, growing loose. Taking steps seven and six, go deeper, drift deeper. In this deep relaxation. Taking step five, you're halfway down now. Taking step four, every muscle, every nerve in and around your body is relaxing, letting loose. Turning loose, taking steps three, go deeper, drift deeper. Taking step two, you can feel your feet, hear your feet, your feet touch the stairs, you sense your feet. Taking step one, you're completely down. As I click my fingers, Orina, you go deeper, drift deeper. You go deeper, this beautiful relaxation of yourself. Go deeper, drift deeper, 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 deeper. And with this floating feeling, which is arising in your body, I want you to tune into your heart. Feel your heart. And I want you to go to an event, a place, a memory where you felt really, really happy. Feel that feeling. Maybe you were alone, maybe you were with someone, maybe with a pet. Feel that feeling, really feel it in your heart. 
feeling radiating in your heart. And now I want you to go to another scene, memory, time, where you really felt joy, really from the inside out. Feel it in your heart. Feel how it's expanding in your heart. Feel how it radiates. And I'm gonna count from five to one. On the count of one, you're just gonna open your eyes. So on the count of five, feeling really relaxed. On the count of four, feeling calm. On the count of three, feeling zen, feeling really imbalanced. On the count of two, feeling focused. On the count of one, you can open your eyes. Oh, this was super nice. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Tell me what happened. Um, well, I, I, I have to admit that uh, along with relaxing completely, I was always also thinking what methods that I know are similar to this one because I recognize some of the steps. Um, and, and, and so the rolling of the eyes up, this is similar to the silver method. This is how you enter alpha state. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's hypnotherapy. It's hypnotherapy. Yeah. yeah, it's really, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, okay. what I also noticed is, is that uh, with each scene that I imagined when I was completely happy, there was always um, a, a, a small part of, of doubt, of expectation. Like I, I can't really imagine a perfect scene, if you know what I mean. There was always something in each scene. Does it happen to you as well? There's no perfect scene. Right. Mm -hmm. We want to imagine a perfect scene. It's, it's, it's like the same. It's in hypnotherapy. There is no perfect scene. It, it doesn't matter which mm -hmm. event it is, what's going on. It's all about the feeling. Mm -hmm. Right. So the more you do it, maybe the first time you do it, you want to have a perfect scene. You're looking for the, but really go to the feeling, mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. go to the feeling part. Whatever, if, if you just listen to my voice and you say like, okay, that's where I really felt happy. I really felt joy. Normally it, come, it comes up immediately, mm -hmm. right? And, and just stick with the first one. It doesn't matter. And then just go into the feeling. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Awesome. Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. So I'm happy you enjoyed. I did enjoy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much you for come tuning back. in. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for sharing with us these amazing techniques. And I hope you Wonderful. come back soon. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye, Zarina. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.